Hey everyone, it's Jess. A topic came up recently that I thought uh, I should touch on. I've touched on, I think, in previous recordings, and I'm sure in many of our discussions in general, but I think it's important enough to repeat. Um, so I apologize if some of this is repeated, but I, I think it's perhaps a fresh take. Um, I want to revisit this idea that the parents are also our patients. Um, I had a situation happen recently one of my adult patients actually and another provider that she's working with um, and my adult patient's parents that really reiterated this for me, Um, especially in the space that we're working in where we're doing so much neurodivergent affirming practice. And we've all come a long way and we're a lot of us are still doing a lot of self-reflection and moving along in that journey. But our parents a lot of times are coming in and this is all very, very new. So I think it's important to step back and think about where is that parent in this overall journey of accepting their child, accepting the areas that are difficult for them, um, and separating that maybe from their relationship. That's not easy to do, but, you know, not internalizing the fact that they're struggling with something at home. That's not necessarily the parent's fault or necessarily something that has to be even fixed, um, But helping them along this journey to think about neurodivergence in a different way, I think it takes a really long, long time. And what I'm recognizing is that we have worked with families at all different stages of this journey. We have definitely worked with families who were absolutely nowhere close to even being ready to embark on that journey. And those are usually families that left us. They felt like what we were providing was not actual therapy. Um, and then we have some families who come in and they've already got it. They're like, I get it. I know it. And let's do this. Those are fantastic families to work for. And I find them to be very rewarding to work with because they already get it. I don't have to spend so much energy trying to educate and convince. And then you have all this range in the middle of these families who are maybe trying and wanting to be more neurodivergent affirming, but don't quite totally get it. Just had an evaluation recently where I felt like this really happened. On one hand, the mom is explaining to me how she's like, I just want my daughter to be accepted. I want her to, you know, be comfortable advocating for herself. And she's always like really great neurodivergent affirming her goals. And then on the flip side, I'm reading through her intake form going, there's a lot of um, kind of probably unconscious blame being placed on her. Um, You know, she refuses to do this or that. Doesn't matter how many times you ask her, she still won't do it. This is a child or really an adolescent who is very dysregulated, has a lot of sensory uh, sensitivities. She's autistic. There's a lot of social complications, you know, and mom's complaining to me about she won't play with her sister. (laughs) Um, She won't let her play with her. She gets really mad if she tries to play with her. She gets mad anytime we bring up haircuts, you know, so a lot of the things that she's identifying as concerns are things that are probably just part of this girl's neurodivergence and some things we can support and maybe some things we can't. Um, so she's in this kind of space where she's like, yes, I want acceptance and I want understanding. And, I, and I, I understand what you're telling me in theory. I don't yet understand it in practice. And she doesn't understand yet how some of the things that she's maybe doing or concerns even that she has might not fall in those lines. Um, but the situation that came up recently really kind of reiterated this whole idea of we have to meet the parent where they're at. Because I think what's hard for us as therapists is we know the end game. We know if parents just 
understand A, B, C, D about their kid, we can make great progress. If they would just fully get on board with this particular approach, we could make progress. This child would feel so much more supported, right? So I have an adult patient who I regularly email with the parent as well too because there's so many things going on. And the parent, I've noticed the trend in the emails that things went from being, she never wanted anything ABA. She wanted, she knew she wanted neurodivergent affirming, but she didn't fully know what that was or how it looked. So the more we've discussed, she has come to this realization over months that, you know what? I think some of the stuff we've been doing is based in ABA and is very behavioral and I had no idea. So um, they were doing things like telling her quiet hands when she was flapping her hands or taking her iPad away when she wasn't listening or if she was, you know, stimming on her AAC device. Um, they were doing things like making her sit at the table to practice sitting. They were making her do things like um, look at me, you know, kind of when I'm talking to you sort of thing. They were also doing things um, like trying to make her to try bites of food that she didn't want to eat. And this was, you know, at an adult stage, which, I mean, it wouldn't help even if it was at a child stage, but, um, and they were also scheduling work time. And I didn't even realize how intense the work time was until recently. She described that basically every couple of hours they were having her do work for like an hour because they so desperately wanted to help her with all these things, with her articulation, with her utensil usage, with, um, you know, eating, whatever it was that she was struggling with. And it has taken months of like back and forth lengthy, lengthy, novel, long emails of us dissecting these very specific situations, right? Before the family is finally coming to this realization, I think just in the last week, they're like, aha, I think I get it. I think what we've been doing is wrong. And when they first came in, like I said, they already weren't like, I don't want this thing. And we even, we had dropped, <laughs> I convinced them to drop a therapist because I, I said, I don't think he's neurodivergent affirming. He's telling her that these things are in her head. So they were somewhere on that journey, but not as far along as I thought. And I didn't realize that until we had all these really in-depth, specific discussions about how are you guys handling various things at home? And I think the email communication has actually been beneficial in that situation because so many times our parents come in to only maybe part of the session or they don't share a lot of detail in front of the kids. Uh, and that's where I think those parent education sessions could be really, really powerful because we get that time to debrief and dissect at a greater level with our parents to help them on their own journey. So the situation that happened recently that um, kind of prompted this recording, this adult patient that I have, we're emailing with her mom. And, you know, like I said, I've been working with her for a while. So I have noticed this trend in her emails become more and more supportive and more and more self-reflective and her saying more and more, oh, I think maybe I wasn't being as affirming as I was supposed or I want to be or should be and some of these things were more behavioral approaches that I've been using with her and now I see how we may have been contributing to her overall state of dysregulation well she started working with another therapist more recently who's very neurodivergent affirming and also who is very very passionate passionately about this and about educating others and she got a little bit triggered by an email that mom had sent um where basically she was describing some things that were not neurodivergent affirming. Um, and she went into this very long description and she intended it for it to be educational in nature, but it definitely read much more um, sort of criticizing the parents 
and a little bit more judgmental. And naturally, mom emailed back. I was on this whole thread and she was texting me simultaneously asking me, was I too blunt? <laughs> was that a little too direct? Mom had emailed back and she was kind of on the defense, you know? She was like, we love her very, very much. We want, only want what's the best for her. Like, we're human, we make mistakes. Definitely went to the defense, which is understandable. That's a normal human reaction when we feel threatened and criticized. But it was that opportunity where I, I could say to that therapist and for even myself to reflect that we can't move that parent down that journey faster than what they're ready for. So we have to be very patient, recognizing the fact that, yes, progress is going to be limited because you're trying to coach two people through, through a journey. So both the child and the parent has to be ready. And often the child's a little bit more flexible, I think, and um, easier to support in some ways. And sometimes it's the parent that is like having to unlearn all these things. This, in this situation, the parent is a special education teacher. And she's going, I'm realizing that everything I've been taught my entire career, and she's been you know, teaching for a long time, every way that I was raised, everything that society has told me is not really correct for my child. So she's doing all this unlearning and having to relearn. And it's a long process. So the moral of the story was, you know, figure out where on that journey that parent might be and be patient with them. There are definitely going to be times where you're coaching parents and you're going, oh my gosh, really? They still aren't getting this? Are they still doing the thing that I keep telling them? But they might still be in that, that early phase of learning where they understand it at the theory level and they don't understand it at the actual application level or not well enough to be able to self-reflect and go, but am I actually doing what she's telling me to do? Or I, am I just understanding it and I think I'm doing it? And I think that piece takes a lot longer and it takes a lot of effort on the family's part. So they really need somebody to patiently guide them through that. Uh, if you're struggling, of course, with any parents and trying to figure out ways to connect with them, let me know. I'm happy to powwow and come up with some strategies or even just talk it through because sometimes that can be um, a challenging part of our job.